Monday to you. We are back with another Monday motivation. Thank you so much for joining us. And joining me today in the studio here, Jennifer Flair. She is our National Agency Director here at Ritter Insurance Marketing. Welcome to the podcast, Jen. Hey, Sarah. So before we get into Monday motivation and a little tidbit to kind of keep our agents going, tell us a little bit more about your role helping our agents and how they might find themselves interacting with you. Yeah, I'm happy to. So our team, my team, is the national agency team. We're based out in Omaha, Nebraska. Seems like kind of a weird spot to to drop us, but that's where we've been for almost 12 years now. And we work with our agencies across the country who recruit downstream agents. So you know, what we focus on is that starting point of interviewing Ritter as their possible FMO to onboarding them, working with their downline agents to get them contracted with the right carriers and the markets they're selling in, and then helping them with growth opportunities, looking for those strategies to help them expand their business and also work with them on any educational items for their agents, okay. whether that is training on the products itself, on how to sell them for those newer agents that are coming just into the insurance business, or for those seasoned agents, if there are new products coming into market from a specific carrier, we'll help them out with getting those trainings set up from an agent or an agency view, I should say, or if there are just collective public group trainings that a carrier is going to be putting together or that Ritter is putting together. So really that whole picture of, you know, that whole spectrum, really, of what an agency is out there doing, we're here as their support arm. Okay. We do talk a lot about growth here on the podcast. That's really what we're trying to be a driving force of helping our agents grow their business, whether it's adding on new product lines or if you're planning or wanting to get an agency going, bring in downline agents, that's where Jen and her team come in. From a growth standpoint, or maybe from any other standpoints, are there any strategies or methods or mindsets that you find yourself swearing by on a daily basis? How interesting and serendipitous that you use the word mindset, because that is one of the key things that I do focus on for how I attack my days, how I really kind of live and breathe where I'm at, whether I'm at work, whether I'm with family, with my friends, and that is doing what we do through happiness. And I know that is going to sound really cliched, but you can't thrive. You can't grow if you're not happy. So how do you, how do you translate that into business? And really where I look at that is happiness is the goal, then the purpose is really living every day in the actions of mindset and mindfulness, Mm -hmm. boundaries, and self-awareness. If you can achieve those core basic things in your day-to-day, or at least make an effort to them, you're going to surround yourself with people who are of like mind, and you're going to find yourself in more successful positions, more successful experiences, Mm -hmm. positive And that in itself is going to help grow growth. Grow growth? Is that something we say? (laughs) (laughs) I think you just coined a new phrase. But that's okay. Um, We are all about growth here. And I think that based on what you mentioned there, let's try and start with mindfulness. 
and how we start the day by getting our own mind right. Because in order to have that outlook, it starts, like you said, with your mindset. So how do we maybe practice mindfulness in order to get ourselves there? Because let's be honest, that doesn't happen naturally. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, it doesn't. So there's a really great book out there. I'm not sure if we're mentioning those on these podcasts, but uh, oh, it's, sure. it's Atomic Habits. And it's you know not looking at making big, huge changes, but starting off with that small one, that 1% of change. Mm-hmm. So that mindset of today, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to do something that is 1% better or more and consistent than what I did before. And okay. so for me, when I start my day, I know that my mindset is I want to achieve and I'm going to list out that thing that I want to achieve that day. Mm-hmm. And so my habit is that every day I'm going to make that that notation. And that is my mindset. And I'm going to be maybe not super ecstatic if it is a task that maybe I've been putting off on that back burner. I think we've all know that that pot boils over eventually. Yes. But I will identify what that one thing is. And that is my mindset for that day that I'm going to achieve that item. So my mindset is that 1%. What's that 1% habit of thing that I'm going to change every day and build on that from day to day? Right, right. So when I hear the 1%, what that says very loud and clear to me is incremental change, taking some of those things, breaking them down into small incremental change to kind of realistically walk a path to where you want to go. But also in order to do that, I feel like you have to have a really good idea of not just what you want to do, how you want to do it. You really have to know yourself and know what you're capable of. That's true. You do. You have to have that self-awareness. You have to have that ability to look at yourself and be honest with what your aspirations are Mm-hmm. and be able to honestly say, yes, I can achieve those things. Here's the path that I'm going to have to take. And I have to understand that I have to walk before I can run. Mm-hmm. And I need to also understand that I am not going to always be successful in the moment to achieve it. Mm-hmm. There are going to be obstacles in my path. And oh, I need to know how am I going to respond to those obstacles? Mm-hmm. How am I going to be great in the moment? Not brilliant, but Mm -hmm. great. Great is understanding our intentions and our communications. Mm -hmm. It's in understanding how you can approach whatever that obstacle is and look beyond it to that solution, Mm -hmm. to that next step that gets you closer to whatever that achievement is. So while that might be an incremental achievement, Mm -hmm. those can still feel like really big leaps. They can, especially if it's something that, you know, maybe we're starting out doing it just for the first time. Or like you said, those some of those back burner things, we don't always just put things on the back burner because we don't have time for them. A lot of times we also put things on the back burner because we're just sort of, eh, I don't, I don't want to deal with that right now. That's going to take a lot of headspace and energy in order mm-hmm. to work on that right now. Sometimes that's true. Sometimes it's not. But realizing that some of those things, we can chip away at some of those backburner items a little bit more than maybe what we think. And by really having a good idea of 
who we are, what we're capable of, what our goals are. And I mean, I guess this leads me to probably one of the next points, which is something that I am terrible at. Um, I don't know about you, but sometimes I have a really hard time saying no. Oh, those boundaries. (laughs) (laughs) So that definitely gets us into trouble, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. We kind of put a lot on our plate set ourselves up for really high expectations. Yep. And then in the process, we're not only letting ourselves down, but sometimes others. Mm-hmm. So with our agency partners, especially with some of our, our newer ones, ones that, and new not in the sense of new to Ritter, but those who have just started out their agency mm-hmm. and they've worked for a very long time creating a very successful business with their own clientele. Mm -hmm. But now they're looking to branch out and they want to be able to recruit agents. So they've identified that goal. They've identified the things that they're going to need to do and enlisted our help. Um, But where that boundary now comes in for them is understanding how much of their time can they commit to training that new agent. And quite frankly, the process of bringing them on, um, just looking for them, recruiting them, understanding their leverage and their their position in the marketplace to help an agent, which they have fabulous, fabulous opportunities to do that. Mm-hmm. At some point, they're going to have to make that decision of, can I take on more clients or am I going to start pivoting more of my attention to growing my agency with my downstream agents? Right. So that learning to have that self-awareness with what they're capable of as a business owner and how much Mm -hmm. they can take on and still meet their personal responsibilities too. A lot of these business owners have families um, and they need those downtimes. So we want to help them with learning how to spread that out a little bit Mm -hmm. and some ways that they can incentivize those new agents they recruit through the wonderful reputation that those business owners have created and cultivated in the communities they work in. Right, right. Yeah, that delegation, delegation is hard, especially when you are used to doing something a certain way and you kind of, you know, the flow of everything, you know, how if I do X, I can expect Y, which will lead me to Z. And if that's the way that you've always done it, it can be very difficult to even try and think about bringing somebody else in and entrusting that process or that client Mm -hmm. to another person because the relationships that you have in this business, I mean, they're everything. It's its the relationship between client and agent. It has, I won't say it has nothing to do with the product because the, the product is important. Having the right product at the right time is crucial. But it's really about that relationship. And seeing what I've seen in previous experiences when clients are handed off from one person to another, that can go either really well or it can either go really badly. So it sounds like that's something that you really help the agents with to sort of facilitate what to expect, but also to make sure that the agent is also kind of keeping their own expectations and their business in mind as they're, as they're going through that process. Absolutely. You know, one of the great things here at Ritter is we've got this amazing culture here where we we really do function in that realm of happiness and lifting people up and mm-hmm. really encouraging success among our peers. And I think that that flows directly into the agency team and how we work with our agency partners and encourage them as they're recruiting agents and they're creating 
their brand, that they're Mm -hmm. also creating their culture. Mm -hmm. So when they do have their personal book or their referrals from their personal book that they're going to use when working with their client or with their agents, Mm -hmm. I think that they will find more success with knowing and being okay for that boundary to be a yes Mm -hmm. of sharing that referral. That individual is going to get the same level of customer service had it been that agency owner being the one to connect with them. Right. So I think that definitely makes it easier transition for our growing agencies when they can look at that that goal and say, yes, I'm going to do this. Yes, I'm going to take this on. And maybe that boundary line isn't quite such a hard no, but I think that they can find their intention mm-hmm. with what they want it to be. Okay. Now, one last question for you here. As someone who sort of steps into different situations, really with every agency owner that you come across, what keeps you motivated to take on the day, to take on the work that you do? The people helping. We have such an amazing network of agents and agencies. I've been here at Ritter for almost 12 years now. And I've made some really fantastic relationships. In fact, this week was in Philly for Craig's State of the Senior Market and was able to meet some people face-to-face that I've basically had a digital and telephone conversation (laughs) relationship with for the last dozen years. It's really exciting to know that you make an impact even if you don't see it every single day. Mm -hmm. And knowing that you've helped people grow, that you've helped them build their dreams, you've helped them create something exciting. And whether Ritter is just a piece of that dream mm-hmm. or we're really helping them shape that from the ground up, mm-hmm. it's very exciting. And that's one of the things that keeps me motivated and coming in every day. Very cool. Well, Jen, I want to say thank you so much for coming in and talking with us today. You are more than welcome to come back anytime you like. But thank you for taking the time to answer our questions today and get us motivated to take on the week. Well, thank you for having me. It's been great. The Agent Survival Guide podcast is a production of Ritter Insurance Marketing, an integrity company. This episode was written and produced by me, Sarah Rupel. Script editing by Tina Lamaru. Podcast design by Urban Rivera. Artwork by Vivian Zhao. Follow along with our show wherever you like to listen. Rate and review our show on Apple or Spotify.